Hi, welcome to the Eight Pillars podcast. I'm Kate, and today's episode will be about how journaling can help change your mindsets and make you more consistent with sticking to a new mindset that you might want to develop. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience. I touched on journaling and how I kind of got into it and how I use it now in my intro episode, but I'm going to go much more into depth in this episode because it is an important topic to me and something that I feel very passionately about. And I'm also going to make it a big part of my social media as well. I'd like to post journal prompts since I have so many written down over the years that I could use and reuse that might also help other people. So I definitely want to share those. But yeah, so I'm going to start by going over how journaling has helped me in a variety of different areas. So I have a list and I'll kind of explain each one. So first, journaling has really helped me to not dismiss things that I feel or talk myself out of them in my head. So by that I mean a lot of times if we feel a certain way, we can often talk ourselves out of it or we can talk ourselves in circles because we just have this one thought in our head and then another thought comes in to kind of maybe dismiss that thought or maybe you make that thought more intense than it first was and more extreme and you start overthinking and you just go in this constant cycle where you're either making yourself more stressed out or maybe you're completely dismissing your feelings and telling yourself that you don't need to feel like that and it's not that serious and you're being dramatic and I think when you just keep something in your head and you don't talk to anybody because I think journaling is a great way to get some things out that you really feel that you might not want to share with somebody, even a really close friend. I know I'm somebody who doesn't always like to talk about how I feel to other people and that has nothing to do with any of my really close friends or family. I just, that's the way I am. So journaling has really helped me to kind of channel those feelings outwards regardless. So I think that by writing things down that come to mind when they come to mind or as soon as you can, you can kind of see them for what they are and not escalate or de-escalate them. So that's one way that that has really helped me. I remember when I would go through some kind of rough times where I'd be super, super in my head I made it a habit where every single night I would, before I went to bed, I had to journal like a page or two, just how I felt that day. I just, however I felt, I wrote it down. If it was a pretty good day or if I was super in my head that day, I would just write it all down because I'm giving attention to how I feel and I'm not invalidating that. And I'm also getting it out and I think this is like a physical way to get something out of your head and then close the journal and put it away and 
in a way, it can feel like you just left it there. Okay, you left it out on the page and now maybe it can be on your mind a little bit less than it was before. So that's always helped me. And I think another way is by writing how you feel out, you kind of summarize what's in your head. Because I feel like when you have a certain feeling in your head or you're overthinking something in your head, it feels like there are 20 sub thoughts to the thought, you know? I don't know if that makes sense. It just feels like you're going in so many different directions and it's so complicated when it's really not that complicated if you just get it out somehow. So, of course, talking to people is also another great outlet to get things out like this and kind of see things for what they actually are and hopefully see them as less of a big deal than they seem to be when they're just sitting in your head all day long. So I think if you see something on a piece of paper and everything that you've been feeling, overthinking for weeks or stressing about for weeks, you just put it on paper and it took up like a page or two. Maybe it took up six pages. And if it does, that's great. At least it's out. But regardless, I think it kind of puts a limit on those thoughts and you get to look at them and be like, okay, that wasn't as complicated as it felt like it was in my head. And if you even want to read it back, I think you'll understand how you are feeling more, especially if it's an overthinking situation. If you read something back and you see how you explained it, just how it came out, then you'll be like, okay, maybe I can see where that came from and you can go even deeper with it if you want. So I just think there are a lot of benefits to putting your mind at ease and kind of de-escalating a situation or showing yourself some grace to a situation that you might be completely invalidating yourself for. So those are examples of ways that I would use journaling when I was kind of in a harder place or I don't even want to say harder, but maybe I just wasn't controlling my thoughts as much as I would like to and I try to now. But there have been many times, especially for the past year, where a lot of things are going pretty good in my life and I've been pretty happy overall. And I still like to journal even though there's nothing wrong. And I think I started really getting into journaling when there was something wrong and I was like, okay, I really need to do something about this because I feel like I'm going crazy in my head. But I didn't want to just stop doing it since it made me feel so good and it kind of turned things around for me so much before. So I didn't want to just drop that and save it for the next time that I feel terrible, you know? I think it's still a really healthy habit to keep up. So I started looking for other ways that I could incorporate it into my life without having any sort of pressing problem to get out on paper. So what I started doing was just looking up random prompts and I would start my day with something or maybe end my day with something and just write about things like they were super simple, like what did I do well today? What was I proud of myself for in relation to this, this, and this? Or what could I have done better in this way? So just kind of casual way to write, do a little bit of self-reflection because I find that that can be very relaxing and a good way to start your day or to end it. Then another way that I 
like to use journaling is gratitude. So I'm sure everybody hears about showing gratitude or gratitude journaling, but I actually do really like it and really do see how beneficial it is since I've started doing it. And I really haven't made a habit of it until this summer. I used to just do it here and there, but recently I bought a little like $3 journal at Ocean State Job Law. It was, it's leather too and it has one of those little like bands that goes around it so you can close it and it's perfect. I like to buy really nice journals for my main journal where I do most of my just kind of venting or you know whatever saying how I feel about anything on a regular day. I like to invest a little bit in those so I go to Barnes and Noble where they're kind of overpriced but I usually stick to the more 15 to 20 dollar range. Sometimes I go a little over 20 if I really really like the way the journal looks but I know I'm going to use it so that's why it's worth it to me. I like to like how they look but for the gratitude one I knew that I was just, I wasn't going to fill up whole pages all the time. I'd probably do like two days on one page. So I kind of just wanted to have a good sized journal and not spend a ton of money. So I got that one and now it's nice to have two separate journals because before I was putting everything like gratitude and my long pages full and it was just a little too unorganized for me. So I like to have it separate because it's just nice to have one journal all for gratitude. So I have started making it a habit and I really do like it like right when I wake up. I think that you could do it anytime of course but I find that it's great to do it right when you wake up because it gets you in a kind of thankful mindset the whole day and that makes you more positive or at least that makes me more positive. So instead of waking up and being like oh my god, I have to work, I have to do this, this, and this, you're automatically waking up and choosing to think of everything good in your life that you are grateful for and that you're happy for. So I think it kind of, if you make it a habit and you do it every day, it just trains your brain to think about that. And, you know, like they say with a lot of things, if you do something right in the morning, then that kind of sets you up for the rest of your day. But yeah, so I definitely find that waking up and doing a little list of everything I'm grateful for gets me in a nice, thankful, appreciative mindset throughout my day and automatically gets me thinking more positively than when I don't do it. Then another way that I have enjoyed using journaling is manifestation. So I was really big on this last year like really big on it I know my roommates in my old apartment remember when I would do my full moon rituals they weren't really rituals but I would like light a few candles and I had I would do all these affirmations and then I would I would look up what all of the best manifestation techniques were for whatever that moon was like whatever the sign the moon was in so there were different ones like if it was an earth sign or a fire sign and you had to like burn a piece of paper or you had to put a cup of water on top of your piece of paper with all your manifestations and then drink the water when you woke up. I would do all of that stuff. I was very committed to it and I actually was 
everything was very great in my life at the time. So I will say that I do believe in all of that stuff. And I also was into all the crystals. I still am, but I just haven't done it as much as I've been doing some of the newer stuff that I've gotten into. But yeah, manifestation was a big way that I like to use journaling for. And I would just find things online, like find little techniques and write out affirmations and things that I want to come to me in my life. And my next thing on the list was affirmations, but I kind of just went over that so you get the gist. And then another way that I always like to use journaling is venting. And that is the way that I used it from middle school until college. Because I wasn't very consistent about journaling, but if I had something I just wanted to rant about, I would like write like 10 pages at a time as a child or teenager. And I would just rant about random stuff. But it does really help. And you can, and I still, if I was really angry, I probably would use journaling for venting now too but I just think I would go about it in a little bit of a different way than I did when I was younger I was probably a little bit more aggressive about it like really angry writing but anyways next oh okay so this last item on my list is reflecting on old journals is a great thing to do once you do really get into it but I think it's only a great thing to do if you're at a really, really hard spot in your life and you need to gain some sort of perspective from maybe another similar time in your life where you're going through something similar. But I do find that it can be, it does kind of make me feel like I'm dwelling a little bit on the past if I read old journals because the whole point of it for me really is to be in tune with how I'm feeling in the moment and not really go back and read hard things that I was feeling at the time. I feel like that often reminds me of things that I actually forgot because I got past them and that might not be the same experience for everybody else but I do think to you should kind of limit going back deep into old journals unless you're looking for some positive things that you use that have helped you. So I know a lot of times I've written out like a list of prompts for a certain thing that I wanted to get better at or I have certain affirmations that I wrote down about a certain topic and I think going back to look for that kind of stuff is great. And then another thing, going back to the manifestation, I forgot to talk about this and I don't know how, but I saw in a TikTok some girl like months ago I saw this and I started doing it and basically you write about yourself in third person past tense. So you, if you want to, this is if you want to manifest something, like something very specific and you should figure out what your human design is and if you are a specific or non-specific manifester and I'm a non-specific so the best way that I can explain this is say I'm trying to manifest a job opportunity in my life 
I shouldn't go about it like I want this job with this company. I want to work at these hours and whatever. I shouldn't be that specific about it. For a non-specific, I should be like, I want to be happy with the people that I'm working with. I want to work for a company that values this, this, and this. I want to work at a company that has a decent commute from where I live. Something like that. Like, I I can't get too specific about it because... I think it I think the whole idea behind it is that it just works better for you to do it the way that is in your human design. There's an app for it. You can also just look up what your human design is. But I'm a non-specific, so I will write out a whole like story, just like two or three pages and be like Kate just graduated from college and and I did this for my current job and I got it. So say what you want but I think that it works and I said the location that I want to be based out of I said just a bunch of kind of vague things that I wanted and yeah and then go back and read it but you have to say it all in past tense like at the time that I wrote mine for my job I hadn't graduated yet but I said everything that I wanted to happen basically in the next few months but I explained it in the past tense. So it was like a few months before I graduated, but I was like, Kate just graduated and she has a starting date for her new job in this month and she will be making this amount of money and she is so happy and so grateful and all this stuff. So I'd write out a whole like three pages in detail, but not specifically asking for stuff. I'm more focused on the feeling that I was feeling at that time. So I kept repeating, she is so happy and she's so proud of herself, blah, 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 whatever. And I kept reading it for a while until I found out about the job. But yeah, and you can do it for so many different things. So definitely recommend it for that in terms of manifestation as well. And I can't believe I forgot about that because that's a new thing that I've started doing and I love it. Now I want to get started talking about If you're starting from scratch, or maybe you're not starting from scratch, but you're just not super consistent with journaling, I want to get into how you can kind of get more into it. So first, I would say just start off with prompts. Like if you don't know what to write about and you don't want to just sit there and be like, I did this today, I did this today, just search a prompt and maybe search a prompt that goes with a specific feeling that you have been feeling or are feeling that day. So search journal prompts for anxiety, journal prompts for overthinking, journal prompts for depression, journal journal prompts for relationship insecurity, could be anything like that. And just pick one and write whatever comes to mind. One thing that I really like to do is, of course this is for people who are religious, but I read a page in my devotional. I like the, I, I've been reading the Sadie Robertson devotional and I really like it, especially for girls in their 20s. And I'll read a page because they're all numbered. So she just has one page a day and I'll read that. And then 
whatever comes to mind in relation to my life, I will just write a page or two in my journal after I read that page in her devotional. So I've really been liking doing that. So that's another great way to get started if you are religious or I think there's a book that I want to start reading called Journey to the Heart that I've been seeing a lot of influencers that are into wellness use. And I don't think that it is related to religion, but I'd have to check on that. But that is another thing because I think it just has short passages or something. It might even have journal props in it. And I think that's another great way to kind of inspire a thought and relate it to your life and some sort of reflection that you could have. So that's another way. And then, of course, you could just vent. If you're worried about something, if you're stressed out about something, I think that that's a great way to just put it out there, forget about it, and get it somewhere other than in your mind, spinning around. So just vent. I think that that is another way to get started and get used to it. I know people that don't journal sometimes feel kind of weird doing it or maybe you're worried about somebody finding it so you don't want to be like too honest or anything I think I was like that when I was younger and now I just I don't know I'm not that worried about it anymore I don't really feel like people have gone into my room and looked at stuff throughout college and throughout while I'm home so just don't worry about that hide them if it makes you feel better but there's no reason to feel weird about it it's actually becoming an extremely normal thing But yeah, so those are a few ways to get started. Overall, I just think that journaling can be really beneficial to help you stay consistent with something that isn't always tangible. So if you have a consistent negative way of thinking, then journaling is a way to hold you accountable and actually have a way to reflect on something physical and not just be in your head all the time if that makes any sense so for example say that you're consistently thinking negatively about yourself and you have terrible self-talk and you're always in your head just shitting on yourself basically and you want to break that this is like a great example of where I think journaling can really really help so go into your journal in a situation like this this is what I would do And make a list of all the negative things that are in your head that you keep saying about yourself. That keep running on a loop in your head that you keep telling yourself every day. Make that list. And then make another list of all of the things that you like about yourself. And I'm not talking make affirmations saying I am beautiful, I am strong. I think that that's great. But I'm saying things that you genuinely like about yourself and that you believe. You gotta make it believable, otherwise... I think it kind of defeats the purpose. So just list out all the things that you like and then take that page where you wrote all the negative things about yourself and tear it out and rip it out, flush down the toilet. I said rip it out. (laughs) Rip it up and then flush it down the toilet, crumble it up, throw it in the trash, whatever you want to do. Yeah, just get rid of it. Just... It's like, uh, it's physically releasing those thoughts somehow, okay? It's really the only way that I can think of that you can actually get negative things that you say to yourself out of your head in a physical way. Then go back to that list of things that you said that you like about yourself every single day and 
read it just one time take a picture of it every time you have those negative thoughts go on your phone look at the list read through it shouldn't should only take like 20 seconds or go back to it every day and maybe add something to it add another thing to it so this way every time that you're thinking a negative thought about yourself you gotta say nope i'm not thinking that i'm gonna go read my list of all the things that i like about myself because i already crumbled up that piece of paper and we're not thinking like that anymore so have it on your phone make your screensaver whatever it is whatever you gotta do but go back to that list and train your mind to stop that negative self-talk and always look for something positive and always go to look for something that you do like about yourself instead of what you don't so I just think that journaling has helped me so much and it's a way to not permanently but you really could train your mind long term if you get committed to journaling and doing it in a way that you're working towards some sort of goal and if you don't have any currently and you're pretty happy with how things are going in your life just use it as a way to reflect and I think there can never be any harm in taking some time off technology to write, reflect on your day, write what you're thankful for, maybe write some things out that you, some goals out that you really want to come into your life, that you want to work towards, whatever it is. You can journal in any way that you like to and these are just a bunch of the different ways that I have used journaling throughout the years and I hope that some of my suggestions could help you. So yeah, thank you for listening to today's episode. Please follow the podcast for next week's episode. And that's about all I have to say. I hope everybody has a great morning or a great night or a great afternoon.